Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Stay With Ray. I am Spencer, your host, with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Michael Ray. Hi, Mike. Sometimes. What's on your mind today? Well, on my mind today is, why do I get myself into situations or, or funny things? And, and I got to think, it must be from my origin. So, think today about... Is, today's the origin story. Yeah, I, so to, I'm going to talk about my mom's, because... You know, she made me, so that's it. So, but my mom was, let's say, she was a piece of work, and um, and she impacted on me, you know, from from the time from the from the beginning. So, uh, I got this thing I was playing. Uh, they had a Pee Wee League baseball. It's it, right now it's t-ball, but it wasn't t-ball back then. They actually had these little motherfuckers pitching. And the games were horrible. They were like four innings, little six and seven year olds, and they can't hit the ball, can't catch the ball. It's it's just awful. You know, four innings, twenty one to twenty. A calamity of errors. Yeah, it's just it's just all over the place, right? Can't. So so I'm on this team. First time I ever played any sport, and you know I think I can't remember exactly how it worked out, but um, we were horrible, and I, I really didn't have a clue. So about the about the we played three games. And then some, the summer break came. So the first day of summer break, my mother walks in the room at 8 o'clock, first day of summer vacation, get your monkey motherfucker ass up. And I'm like, this is the first day, you know, out, out of school. Why I got to get up early? Well, 8 ain't that early, but anyway. So why am I getting up early? She said, get your glove and, and, and the bat. And my mother took me outside, and she had some rope with her. Why'd she, she have, why'd she have rope? Oh, she had a plan. Okay. She had a plan. She was, ugh. <laughs> so we go out there and uh, bat, three ba- three baseballs, my glove, whatever. So my mother ties me, take, well, she takes me up next to the tree, and she ties my ankles, above my ankles, to the tree, and then she ties my waist to the tree. Then she takes these three baseballs, and she stands about six feet from me. A little closer than that, about four feet. And then she takes the three baseball, she starts hitting me with them. She hit me in the, um, she hit me in the first one hit me in the leg, second one hit me in the other leg, you know, st- stomach, chest, you know, a little on the arm. And she's, and she's getting the three balls, she's throwing them, and she's throwing them, right? And I'm like, ow, ow. Well, I said, shut up. What are you, a little sissy? I ain't got time for sissies, sissies around here. And then she said, well, you try to, try to catch it with your hand. And she keeps throwing them at me. She must throw about throw the ball at me about 15 times or so. Then she gives me the glove. Because first, it was like, you know, and I, and I was whining a little bit. She's like, shut the fuck up and take it. Tough love. So, yeah, exactly. So then, so then she says, well, um, try to catch it. So now she takes the, she says, toss, she tells me to toss her the ball. She has the bat. And she can't swing it nothing, but she's right on me and she can bunt it. So she, I don't know how, how the hell she know how to bunt, but she could bunt. But she would bunt it back to me and from like three three or four feet away. And then, you know, just catch the ball. And it's kind of quick reactions and where are you going? Well, so then I said, why are you, why are you putting me through all this? She said, because you embarrass me. <laughs> you, you out there, you and that crew of, crew of little sissies, y'all suck. And I'm out there, I got to watch this bullshit. I got to take you to a game to watch you little monkey motherfuckers. Act like you ever have a clue? This is unacceptable. And how old are you at this time? I gotta be seven. 
<laughs> so that kind of stuff like that kind of impacted me. So later in the season, in the season, you know, I had a little carpool with the mothers. We get to we get to the uh, a practice one time. My mother's driving, and the coach wasn't there yet. Man, my mother walked out there, gathered the kids together, and started laying into them. Talking about uh, she called us all sissy little. We all seven years. She gave them the treatment she gave me. And then the coach pulls up, and the kids sprinted to the coach's car to get away from my mother. So I know, you know, my mother, my mother could go into a, into a, into a sailor bar, and the sailors come out running, because her vocabulary is uh, uh, quite fresh. Um, she passed away, and the same day Richard Pryor passed away, might have been significant. Uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> Uh, later on, when I was in uh, playing little league ball or something, and um, we was in Germany, and you know it was, it was it was a weird situation. It was two teams, my team, another team that was was were gonna be tied and have a special playoff game, but my team had to play one game previous to that, the last game of the season, and if we win, we get to play them for the championship. Well, so we're gonna pitch our best pitcher on the championship game. So I do the straw for that game. So we played a team from our same base 15 miles in a different base. There's another base 45 miles away going the other direction. That was the team we were, we were going to be tied with. They brought their entire team on a bus to that base 60 miles away to sit in the stands to root against us. It was unbelievable. So... They're yelling and jeering. I'm pitching. And at some point in time, uh, the coach, well, allegedly, I didn't really hear it, but the coach said the nigga can't pitch. At that point, my mother, I'm, well, you hear this, you hear this kind of like, you know how that sound when, like, when a bunch of people are running down some stairs? Yeah. Yeah, you know, whatever. I heard that. Right, and then the umpire turns around, and we in the stands. I'm looking in the stands, and there's my mother with a tire iron, <laughs> wearing this joker out. <laughs> she is beating the cowboy shit out of this motherfucker. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, and, you know they they were, and then it, so she's wielding that tire iron. The first person came up to her, she, you can say she said so. She probably said something like, you know. I hit you too, or get the fuck. So they kind of, you know, so it took, so it, it was so shocking that it took a while for them to gather enough people, you know, or, or had it, or people who had enough balls to pull her off the dude. So she got in like nine or ten. She got a few licks. She got in nine or ten. Wow. <laughs> right? So the next day, we at the, um, at the, uh, at the championship game, because we won that game. But we had the championship game, we had them losing that shit. But we had a championship game, and the, and the coach, you know, he got, a, he got a broken arm in two or three places. He sent a cast in the sling, and he got a sort of other bruises. <laughs> so He got what was coming to him. Oh, he got what was coming to him, right? Had another incident uh, when I was in Germany, and there was a, uh, we were, it was first, again, first day of summer shit. That's weird. So the, it was like first day of summer vacation. Kids, we out front in between the buildings playing. I'm in junior high now. And this, and um, we playing playing ball or something. And this lady reaches her head out the window. 
with a heavy German accent. And I think she's married to a, a serviceman or something. And she was like, shut up, shut up with all the noise. This is not your American ghetto. And I took offense. I was like, hey. And she was like, what? I was like, who are you? Right? And then she started stomping around, and then, she, then the window closed, and that was that. So we're still playing. About three or four minutes later, right, there's a tap on my shoulder, and here's that lady. Uh-oh. And she's like, I'll tell you who I am. I ain't Mrs. Thor. And she's like, fake, fake hand in my face. And I'm like, lady, you need to get your hand on my face, right? And she was like, no. And, and, and you know, and, and just ask that. And then she kind of pushed me. And then you, you have no respect or whatever. And I was like, you didn't push me, uh. She, I, I'm like 12, she's like, tw- like 30 maybe. Man, I ran away from her and ran into the apartment and got my mama. My mom came out there and said, did you put your hands on my son? And the lady had the nerve to answer yes. Uh-oh. Man, and my mother drugged that woman <laughs> from, from, she, she pushed her down and grabbed her by her just drug her back and forth like she was mopping. Uh, against what, like the street or? No, no, it was in the grass. It was oh, in the okay. grass in between the buildings and the little area we was playing at. But, you know, but she drug her back and forth a little bit, and it was, it was a sight to see. The MPs came, interviewed all the kids. The military police. Yeah, military police. Mil- interviewed all the kids, right? And um, they reprimanded the other lady. Good. You know, because you don't touch nobody's kids, you know. So, how do we meet, Spence? Well, we met when I was in high school, so it's been a minute. And we were working at a golf course together as caddies. And the first time I met you, I had a busted hand. And you were coming up off the ninth green. And it was a hot day, and you had, like, this white towel looking like you were a pharaoh or something. So I'm like, who is this character? And do you remember the first thing you said to me when you saw me standing there at caddy orientation? Who are you supposed to be, hand man? And I said, what? And then you explained to me that, was it a Bruce Lee film? Bruce Lee film, yeah. So that's how, we, that's how long we've known each other, and that's how we met. But there's a particular story that I know you're fond of, uh, of telling that really solidified our friendship. Oh, the Cadillac. So, yeah, later on, you know, we got to got to be friends. Actually, I was living off Georgia Avenue, and uh, Spence, Spence was taking me home. And um, we cut through the Gold Coast, and we come to the area. In Rock Creek Park. There you go, right. Well, yeah, everybody, yeah. And there was a, and there was a little, little one-lane bridge and a big grand house with white pillars. And before you get there, it's, it's two lanes, you know, one going each way. And uh, car pulls up behind us. Now, let me set the car up. The car was, this kid's 16 years old, and he's got a, uh, yeah, 16 years old. He's got a, ni- he's got a 1988 black Cadillac sedan, four-door, we have, uh, with, with, with tricked-out windows. Tinted windows. Whatever. They was, you couldn't see in them. They and was, white wall tires. They was way illegal. So it looked like a little gangster car or something. So we're going, and um, uh, he says, hey, Mike, don't look, don't look behind you, but uh, looks like uh, uh, under uh, 5-0 behind us. And I said, oh, shit. 
Well, Spence, I got to tell you something, man. Um, in my backpack, I'm sitting on an ounce of vegetables. And um, I'm telling you this now because if they pull us, because this car looked like a, like a, you know, a hustler mobile. So when they pull us over, right, I'm just going to have to take, I'll take all the weight. Don't worry. Don't, don't, we're not. I'm a grown ass man. Don't worry about everything. We're good. You know, just, you, you knew nothing to begin with. You still know nothing. And then you looked and said, man, damn, you, you, I should have known in advance. I said, well, I didn't think it would come, whatever. So you said, don't worry, Mike, I got this. <laughs> I said, what you going to do? He said, don't worry, I got this. So you roll the window down, and you, and you, put your, you start adjusting the mirror. I said, what the fuck is he doing, right? And then when he finished adjusting the mirror, he just let his arm hang out the window like, you know, like you're low riding or something. And then all of a sudden, the police car, five, just went around us. On a double yellow line. Exactly. A double yellow line. Just sped around us. So I said, what the fuck just happened? And then I, I, I couldn't figure it out. So I said, what the fuck did you do? And he, you explained to me that, uh, well... They looking for a hustler or whatever. When I put my white arm out the window, then they they knew it wasn't, you know, one of you all. <laughs> he didn't say you all, but he's like, you know, saw the white arm, I, we were good. And that's uh, that's how kind of how we started from there. That was, <laughs> that was a trip. And, and we've been best of friends ever since. Best of friends. And, uh, you know, there'd be times where we'd be rolling around, you know, after a round, since I would... I became your de facto driver. Pretty much. And you became my uh, de facto liquid supplier. Yeah, that was it. That's, yeah, that's, that's how the thing started. Cause, oh, because yeah, yeah, it was a crew of you people. Yeah, we were. Yeah, and, and I was the guy that always got the alcohol for y'all because y'all was underage. But we would go and stop at this establishment and, you know, we'd say like, hey, Mike, get us $40 or whatever. And to your credit... Or discredit, depending on your point of view. You never came out with like a case of cheap beer. <laughs> you, <laughs> you would be economical with your uh, with uh, the funds. So, I think one time you came out with a handle of Wild Turkey 101 and explained the difference between <laughs> 101 proof and 80 proof. Well, hey, well, see, that's, see, that's so fucked up. See, because that's, that's, you know, y'all were underage, and I, you know, I shouldn't have did that. That was just, that was, you know, that was real. But see, that was my mother. See, that's because that's she, she's the one that, you know, she, she could do that kind of stuff. There was a time when, um, what she, oh, uh, we, were, we were messing around the apartment complex, and um, we was doing something stupid like pulling, pulling fire hydrants and, Turning over cars and shit like that. Turning over cars? Yeah. What, are you, what are you, the Hulk or something? No, nah, you know, it was like seven or eight of us, right? Well, so, hang on real quick. What do you mean you were turning over a car? Is this still in Germany or is this back? This is in Silver Spray. Yeah, shoot, you get about eight guys together in them little, back this late 70s, you get them little Fiats and shit. Uh-huh. Man, you can pick, pick that motherfucker and turn up on the side <laughs> all day long. <laughs> 
So instead of cow tipping, you're uh, you're car tipping. Yeah, you know, it fuck fuck up a window. You know the uh, the 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 outside the the mirror. It fucks that up and shit. You know, people come out, they be mad as hell, trying to figure out who did it. Or they kind of probably got an idea. <laughs> so my mother catches us out there, and she brings us inside. You know, the fuck is y'all doing? You know, y'all making y'all y'all making that the you little hooligans and shit. And she and she cussed everybody, you know, cussed all of us out. It was like eight of us. She said, "You know, this is it's not the kind of thing you need to be doing." And shit. So, look, y'all got some phone numbers. Why don't y'all call some little girls over here or something, you know? And I get the beer and stuff, and y'all can party. Why don't y'all do that instead of outside with some stupid shit? And they were like, you know, we, you know, so so we called the little girls in the neighborhood over, you know, and I mean. It, it, Really wasn't a party party, but you know, but it, but it was like that was my mom, and she and she went true to her word. She went to the beer store. We was fourteen, so I, you know, maybe I didn't really think it was wrong to for youngest to be drinking early. So. Well, with your German origin, it's really part of the culture. You got that right. Remember the first time? Uh, well, in Germany, you know, they we we we, we would drink beer, but we couldn't buy Budweiser and American beer on the pace, so we got. To buy, you know, German. We got to buy it on the German side. Well, the German beer is you know, three times stronger. It's, you know, it's twelve percent alcohol beer. So, I drink that stuff. When I first time I drank a Budweiser, I had been drinking since seventh, sixth or seventh grade. Now I'm in ninth grade. I drink a Budweiser in the states and I spit it out because it's got to be it's panther piss. I was like this can't because I had never drank a Budweiser. I'm like, this can't be true, but it is. And, and, and to, be, to be perfectly clear, you didn't like Budweiser then, but, you know, we all have a price. So if we ever had a Budweiser sponsorship, I'm sure we could like Budweiser really quick. <laughs> now they hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> they know what I know. Ooh, that is horrible. <laughs> I can... Uh, uh, Ugh. So what do you like to drink, Mike? Wild Turkey 101. No. Oh, oh, Beer-wise, anything, the, the, uh, anything in the flying dog family works for me. Yeah. So but, uh, nice stiff ones. Didn't you invent a drink involving 101? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Galaxy. Galaxy Billiards. Uh, we had a, I kind of became a regular there. And um, I invented a drink. So it was uh, orange juice, a uh, little bit of cranberry juice, and lime juice, and wild turkey 101. Not 80. Not 80. Couldn't, couldn't be the 80. It had to, be, had to be the 101. And what did you call this drink? I called it the jive turkey since it was wild turkey. <laughs> and then if it was really frisky... You could get the maniac. The what? The maniac. The maniac. Yeah. You just you just use you just use Bacardi 151 instead of the wild turkey. Same, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> and, then, and the bar bar got to the point where they started out and people knew, people would ask for it. It'd be like, the fuck do you got? Right? And I tell them, right? And they, you know, so they actually knew it at that bar by name. So man. Did you go to your high school prom? I did, yeah. Oh uh, well, I went to mine, sorta, but you know, but I had I had a little uh, incident uh, at my prom 
What yeah, everybody went. Uh, well, it wasn't the prom. It was the dinner before the prom. The dinner before the prom. Dinner before the, you know, before before we went to the prom, we went out to dinner first. Sure. So at couples, and somehow my cousin organized this bullshit, and it was about seven, eight couples, and we all supposed to meet at my cousin's house, and then drive into the top to the top of the town restaurant, all of us eat together, you know what, and leave out and whatever. Well. My cousin had a little problem, and you know he was he was he was beefing, and he was kind of lonely. And I had a, a chick that I was messing with that lived in Columbia, Maryland. And every time I go see her, couldn't you know I had her, I couldn't um, couldn't get nowhere where I could. Well, her sister, she had an older sister, that was always in the way. So I said, well, if I hook her up, you know I can get him to you know get in the way. Well, who would have thought that he was gonna fall in love with this chick? So he's all into it. Well, I got somebody else. So situation unfolds. Um, the prime time come around. So my cousin going to take that girl, the, the, the other girl's sister. So now and he's brought him around the neighborhood. And so my, my girlfriend at the time, she's like, you ain't, you, I, I, she couldn't go because her mother wouldn't let her go. Her prom was on a weeknight. So she said, well, it's your senior prom. You, need to, you can go. You just need to take somebody, you know. But it better not be that chick from Columbia. So I was like. All right. So, so there were two girls at play here. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, so, I see. There's two girls at play. So I was like, oh. So, so the, 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 the one in Columbia, she just, she, uh, she's asking me about, about the prom. So I told her that I wasn't going. She said, okay. And then, so my cousin was taking the sister. Well, I was going, <laughs> but um, I knew if I showed up, uh, well, well, at the last minute, the girl, the other girl said she was going, uh, their mother said, okay, and she's going to go. Well, I know what's going to happen when I get to the prom, or to the dinner. Um, that chick, sister's going to come over and make a scene. Right. So, can't have my girl there, cause, cause then it's going, it's, it's going, it's going, it's not going to end well for me. So I was like, well, well. So I told my girlfriend that I already had a date. So I did actually. I had another little friend from Columbia. So I took her, the third option instead. I didn't know there was it was three options. So I took the third option. So there's now a third young yeah, lady. Yeah, and, and I, I'm just done. I, you know. I, well, so we get to the dinner. And of course, well, actually, we get to, the, to my cousin's house because we're going to caravan down. And when we get to, the, to the, the house, I'm on purpose the last one to get there. So when I get to the house, everybody's inside, and I'm like, I wave at the door, and then everybody files out. So, so the look on her face, because she was outside the room, the sister, she was like, she looks at my cousin like, I thought you said, he wasn't going. Because my cousin knew, but he didn't say nothing. So, so, and so, oh, I know that was an uncomfortable ride into Virginia to the restaurant. Because <laughs> she was in his, she must have been in his ear because she was like that anyway, the whole time. So we get down to the restaurant and, and, and I file out last, whatever. Anyway, we, we, we get seated, the, the seven couples. So I, get, I sit as far away from this chick as I can. <laughs> so, you know, so, and, um, and, I, but I, and I'm facing her. So that my date is directly, is directly across from me. And 
Sure enough, they, it's like a five question or something. Sure enough, after everybody made orders or whatever, homegirl came. I could see her coming. A little friend I had couldn't see her coming. And um, she got to the table. She tapped the little the, uh, my date on the arm and said, what you doing with my sister's boyfriend? And she looked and uh, she looked at me and said, Michael didn't tell me he had a boyfriend, a girlfriend. Michael, do you have a girlfriend? I said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, she said, she, so then the girl is mad. The sister's the mad. Sister, sure. Oh, and she's like, what do you mean? And she's yelling at me and stuff, right? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. You need to back away from the table. <laughs> and, then, scene. and then she said something. And you were this little skank bitch. And when she said that, there was like a little platter there. Homegirl just took the platter, bam, in the in her forehead. Was it, wait, or whatever. She hit she was a, leaning over and she took the platter and hit her, right. And then they was kind of then then it was then it was a scrumph. So that gave a little girl a chance to get up in the middle of the restaurant. Yeah, in the middle of the restaurant with 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 shit on, you know, with, with the front, you know, in Virginia. It, yeah, well, you know, it was girls. It didn't really go that far, you know. It was hit her there, and then they kind of. And then, you know, and then it got broke up. <laughs> it, it went, it went, you know, it went maybe 20 seconds maybe or so, you know. It probably felt like 20 minutes. Yeah, but, you know, it, but it, you know, it, it, it could have went 10, 10 seconds instead of 20, which, you know, my girl was winning, so. <laughs> <laughs> she was actually unscathed. <laughs> I had, she was a trooper, boy. I said it was. She was a trooper. <laughs> uh, speaking of, of, of weird stuff like that, I used to uh, coach the boys' club, Silver Spring, and we was at a game one time in another another thing on Columbia. So we Silver Spring boys club. We playing in Columbia, Maryland, and we in this and we in this we we in this we at Oakland Mills High School, and we are crushing these guys. Final score ends up being. Like 90 to 12 or some shit like that. I mean, we were just killing them. And our best player, oh, this kid could play. He's still in, he's still in the game. I'm assistant coach. And the refs are just letting the clock run because you just want to get this over with. Right. It's, it's in the book. No fouls. Let's just right, keep no it. No fouls. This little this one kid, our best, our best guy got the ball. And he's 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 by he's he's got he's going, he's making a little crossover. And this kid fouls him. And it was it was and it wasn't no ordinary whatever foul. It sounded pow. I thought maybe he got shot or something. It was loud and it was you know it was just flesh off. It just he took a hard swing of the ball, hit like back of the arm and it, and you know it was sweaty and it shot the you know it, it it was noisy right. And the refs just let it go. So the head cup coach jumps off the bench. What you didn't see that foul? And I, I don't think he cussed, but but he was on to the court complaining about the foul. So, of course, they teed him up. So, they still never called a regular foul. And the other, so, our player was like, he was, he was into it, and he was yelling at the, at the, uh, at the ref, too. And so, so, you know, and he just turned, he looked, and he walked over to the kid that fouled him, and he just stole him in the face. Bam! Right? Well, then they teed him up. Not only did they tee him up, they kicked him out of the game. So, so he comes over, so I'm on the, so, so I take him and sit him on the, on the other end of the bench. So I'm sitting at the end of the bench with this kid. 
on, on the forehead. So um, referee comes over and tells us, no, he can't sit there. He's got to be off the bench. I mean, I said, like, dude, this ain't the NBA. Shit, I can't send him to the locker room. And he says, well, but he can't be on the bench. Take him to the, t- the top of the bench. I said, okay. So he went and went up to the bleachers, maybe six to seven rows behind the team. And there's, and there's two sets of bleachers, and they're, all, they're about five feet apart. Okay? So we sitting at the, at the bench, right? And, um, and, and he's sitting. I'm, I'm sitting on the step behind him. He's sitting a step in front of me on the edge, right? And as luck would have it, the, the, uh, the kid who our player hit in the face, father, was directly across. No. Man. And he's looking at my, my, my kid, and he's just staring him down, and then finally he speaks. He says, you're nothing but a piece of shit. You're trash. And my little player, you know, he from, you know, he, you know. What did this guy look like that said it? Oh, man, he looked like. An accountant, <laughs> about five foot five, maybe about about thirty. Coke bottle glasses, receding. You know, he got the, the reverse Philly. You know, no hair in the front, hair on the sides. And shit. Reverse, Philly. yeah, the reverse fade and shit. Is, he got that going on. So he's so he's like, you're a piece of shit. If I was your father, whatever. And my my kid, you know, I got the unfiltered kids. You know, from like right right like Summit Hills or. Northwest Georgia Avenue crew. That, that's those are my players. You know, kids that go, end up going to Coolidge and Blair. So those are the players we got. So you know, they like man. So my boy looks at Smith. Fuck you. And then the man says, <laughs> says, who are you talking to? You should be thrashed. With that, my fourteen year old kid jumps across that chasm and commences to beat the cowboy shit out this motherfucker. He's, he's all over him. He's, he's hitting him with right. Because when he jumped over the chasm, like, the dude was like, ah! And <laughs> arms flailing and shit, falling back. So so he landed on top of him. And when he got on top, he just left, right, left, right. I mean, he was just, Give he him was working him, right? And the shock, it was so shocking that the other parents on that side, they, nobody budged. They just, like, let it go on, right? Well, so I guess it's up to me to stop that shit. Well, uh, I, I took my time about getting that motherfucker ball. From, say that. Hey, hey, I hey, took hey. my time. It took, because instead of, because, hell, I wasn't going to jump across the chasm. Yeah, you had to go down. Yes, I had to go down the stairs, you know, <laughs> up the other stairs. So it took a little time. Might have had a conversation along the way. <laughs> hey, can you believe this up here? Because I, I had, what if I had missed jumping across that chasm? You know, because yeah. I'm not mad. So you know, you, you know how you get mad, you get some, you get your adrenaline flowing. Yeah, you don't. My have adrenaline that. ain't flowing because yeah. I'm not the guy mad. So and, and I could have fucked around and hit that 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 you know the side of them bleachers and tumble five six feet down all out of position. It, it, it could have been ugly. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, shit. It becomes, it becomes a different story. Yeah, man. Hey, man. There's no fucking way, man. And no one probably would have helped you. Nah. Well, it didn't matter. Yeah, they wouldn't help. Huh, they ain't help their boy. <laughs> I'm like, other grown men, you know? Because, uh, well, I guess the, it was kind of, it, it was, well, let's say it was racial because the team was almost, all, our team had was almost all black, not all black, and the other team was all white. And I guess, and we had some parents there, so I guess, I don't know what they, they just, nobody, everybody froze. Nobody helped anybody out. 
I, you know, it's like the, <laughs> you know, no, no, no parent anybody moved on either side. It was, you know, so it was up to me to stop the fight, and it, I took my time about doing it. So, I mean, if you're gonna talk shit to a 14 year old, and then get your ass whooped, and then, yeah, because you ask me about 14 year, you deserve all of that ass whooping. I would agree, each and every inch of yep. it. Yep. So, so what else you got on your mind today, Mike? Anything else? Uh, nah. All right. Well, you know what? It, it was a great origin story. Oh, you know we're on all the uh, podcast networks now. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Does that mean anything to you? Uh, goddamn thing. Yeah, that's right. Nobody's listening anyway. All right. That <laughs> big jam. Peace in the Middle East. Thank you.